Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Central Texas Life with Ann Harder presents Central Texas Events. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Central Texas Events, and it is a joy to have Eric Shepard, the executive director of the Waco Civic Theater. It's been a little while. Oh, it has. It has. In uh, fact, the last location we taped a podcast, I want to say, was... On Franklin. It was. I think I was, was one like of your first guests. One of the as well. first guests. So yeah. thank you for having me back. Well, I'm sorry it has taken this <laughs> long, but I've been watching from afar all the stuff that the, oh man, the Civic Theater has just got something all the time. And it's all we you. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm along for the ride. I, <laughs> the, you know, you say that. But my goodness, what a season this year. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. Yes. It is yeah. really, really a good season. And so we're coming up to. Fall and Christmas time, right? And so let's talk. Let's well, talk. we just closed Oklahoma, so yeah, uh, huge. Yeah, we sold every ticket and then some. Uh, found extra chairs for people, uh, so great? that went really well. Uh, it had been about ten years since we'd done the show, and it felt like a good time to bring it back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know how people in Waco love Oklahoma, and it, it seemed of like of course we do. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> And I grew up in Austin, and we also love Oklahoma, so uh, you kind of forget that during the show. Uh, uh, And so uh, we are often running on several other shows at the same time, right? Uh, We are in rehearsal for Cabaret with Silent House. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are in rehearsal for our thriller, um, The Girl on the Train. Uh, based on the book and the movie. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Charlie Brown Christmas at the beginning of December. And then the middle of December, uh, right up until Christmas Eve, we're doing White Christmas. Wow. That's a big show. Oh, now it's have huge. Have you ever done that? We before? have never done White Christmas that I know of. Uh-huh. Um, it was only sisters, available. Sister, oh sisters, gosh. absolutely. <laughs> yes, I yes. I mean, people, well, and you know, the snow. it's like a Christmas story. You watch it over and over and over. Yes. So you know every song, you know every used theme. to be kind of a tradition. I don't watch yeah. as much TV as I used to, but I used yeah. to, yeah, try to see It's a Wonderful Life, try to see uh, White Christmas every Christmas time. Yeah. Uh, and a few of those Christmas specials, the claymation ones. But, yeah, White Christmas was kind of a tradition in our family. Uh, I, when we listened to the music, uh, we were planning the show. We went, oh, this is so good. And then I've, I got to hear a couple of rehearsals, and pff, it's going to be great. <laughs> ah, it's going to be so good. Well, already selling tickets for it. Yes, so yes, we are. So how many performances will you do? Uh, well, at currently, we're scheduled for 10. Uh, yeah, that's But good. we're seeing if we May can add or add. need to add more, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're talking, you know, on literally on Christmas Eve would be the next time we can do a show. I don't know if people want to come then or backdate it to a Wednesday. And my director and my choreographer are like, I don't know if we can learn the show in one less day. So – we, oh. we we may end up doing, uh, you know, like a three-show day instead of a two-show day uh, to try to pack in all those performances. 
but we'll see. Eat your Wheaties. Yeah, that's cast, right. Cast members. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things we've started doing is feeding our cast members yeah. on those Saturday matinees because it just seems like sure. the right thing to do. Uh, yeah. Because they just don't have much time in those turnarounds. In Oklahoma, they they had 45 minutes uh, between the end of the first show and having to be be back on stage for mic check. Uh, so we fed them some uh, Barris pasta. Uh, oh yeah, carbo yeah. load. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, fabulous season. So we were, I was talking with Allison here at Rogue Media. You know about how does the I get confused. When does the season start and end? So is White Christmas ending your season for no. this year? No, uh, it's midway. It's midway? the midway okay. point. Right. Our fiscal year and our season start in June. Okay. Um, and so summer's a big time for us. We do uh, three children's shows and one main stage show yeah. uh, that perform during the summer, but we're also rehearsing. Like in Oklahoma, we auditioned that in August. So while the summer's still going, we're working on our fall shows. So it runs June 1st through May 31st. So the end of the season was Margaritaville uh, okay. this most recent year. Yeah, uh, how poignant. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about it? I yeah. know, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the year before, it was the music band, uh, that, uh-huh. that show in May. Right. Uh, and so uh, coming up with this season, we'll end it with The Sound of Music. And that's generally how we try to do it. It's a big musical at the beginning and the end. So right. this year, we started with Oliver, and we'll end with The Sound of Music. Uh, so uh, it is a, it's a year-round, so it kind of doesn't matter when the season starts and stops. We're just always doing a show. Yeah. We counted it up. It's 24 shows this year when I you add everything. I do know how you do that. Uh, my staff asked the same question. <laughs> We're thinking but it of, happens. Yeah, we're I thinking mean, maybe we needed to cut back just a little bit to keep to keep <laughs> our sanity, but we love theater when, so much. When, when I got to do Mamma Mia, I, I considered myself an embedded reporter. You know, to, <laughs> yes. I just could not understand how in five weeks from audition to opening night, how that can happen, but it did. And it was, you know, and lifelong friendships. Yes, yes. Happen out of those kinds of uh, we just closed Oklahoma, and, yeah. you know, there were tears, happy tears at the end of that show. Yeah. Uh, part of it's a little bit of relief. It's over because it is hard. You know, it's a, it's a it's, grind. Yeah. That five weeks and two shows a day on, on the two Saturdays. Yeah. And part of it is you know you're not going to be in that same group of people in that same way. It's a special experience. It is. It is. Yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's what makes live theater so much fun. Yes. Yeah. And you got the bug when you were pretty young, right? Uh, I was a ghost in my third grade Halloween play. There you go. <laughs> And I remember, like, I'm the ghost. That means I wear a sheet so no one will see my face. And uh, that's when my mom knew I was a theater person. Because yeah. <laughs> I had the most lines, and still, I needed to be seen, you know. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you're looking ahead, yes. I'm sure. What, yes. are, what are we looking ahead to next year? Well, uh w- a formula that really works for us is a musical that has lots of kids and adults in yeah. it. You know, when we did um, The Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. uh, we had 99 cast members because we had that big That's old huge. stage uh, mm-hmm. at uh, the old Waco High stage, you know, which sadly yeah. is now dust. But you know, know. It, it'll be replaced someday soon. Yeah. Uh, 2025, maybe. Uh, and we miss being able to perform there. And that was there. a great collaboration. Oh, it there was. With, with Waco ISD, absolutely. On there. Yeah. Uh, another big success for us was when we did Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. And there, you, you know, you've got Belle's dad, who's an older guy, and then you've got little townspeople, or little people, and then everyone in between. Yeah. That's kind of the formula that works for us. So we're it's we're looking at shows community like... Community Civic Theater, yeah. Yes. 
So when you think about uh, shows that have a good kid component uh, into it and adults, uh, one of the things that we're considering is Bye Bye Birdie. You know, it's a classic. Ooh, yeah. It's got yeah. lots of teen actors, and we have tons of teens oh, in our, in our youth program. Oh, there's lots of great young talent, yeah. And you've got adults, you know, because who are the kids going to rebel against if you don't have adults there on stage? <laughs> Uh, uh, another uh, show that we're looking at uh, is uh, um, Hello Dolly, you know, which is a good family oh, wow, show. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, My Fair Lady is another show we're looking at for next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that that show um, helps us anchor a season. So we sure. would you would have well, it you generates know, a lot of buzz and a lot yes, of interest. It does. Like, oh man, they're doing. You know, the sound of music in this uh, case. And it, I mean, it, it shows up in what people, uh, in, at the box office, right? So we're doing uh, Oklahoma, and sales for White Christmas spiked during the performances and j- or just after the performances of Oklahoma because yeah. people were sitting there, they're having a good time, and they thought, you know, we should go to see another I'm one of coming these. Coming back, yeah. yes, yes. And that's what you want to hear. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of exciting things, though, happening on the performing arts front. So a lot of more mm-hmm. buzz about a new performing arts. I know, Thank I know. You. That is exciting. What will that mean for you guys? Well, uh, in practical terms, it'll mean that one show a year, or one of those big shows like Beauty and the Beast or uh, The Wizard of Oz, can go to that new uh, downtown facility. And, yeah. you know, it'll have all the bells and whistles, and it'll be oh, yeah. a, a place that is specifically set up for that. Uh, you'll be able to draw the downtown audiences, uh, be they residents or Magnolia visitors mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, folks who are in town because it's a good place to be halfway between wherever and wherever, right? Uh, so I also think that um, we already draw some interesting folks from out of town when we do a show. We had people drive in from out of town significant miles mm-hmm. uh, in past shows. Uh, Les Mis brought people from oh, yeah. all around Texas uh, to be in that show. We had a guy drive down from Dallas every single day to be in uh, Oklahoma because Rogers and Hammerstein singing in that show, that was a bucket list thing for him. Oh, that, that is neat. Yeah. What, what role? Uh, he was Judd. Oh, gosh, yeah. What a voice that what guy is. What an important, yeah, an important role. Right, and Jake said, I just want to be one of these guys, and we heard him sing oh. and said, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you bet. Uh, oh. So I think that will help us in a way in that uh, it'll help all of the arts scene, uh, but the theater scene in particular, I think, uh, in uh, you know, great facility, uh, higher visibility shows because it's in this big, you know, brand spanking new auditorium. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be stellar. It's yes. I've oh, seen some of the I've seen some of the renderings too. Yeah, it's renderings. just beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah, it's a beautiful looking building. Of course, you know, those are just concepts at this point. Renderings, but man, if they could do anything <laughs> we like that, raise the money, but yeah, 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 man, that would be spectacular. It'd be amazing. It'll it'll be one of the most noteworthy buildings in town the day it opens. Right? You know, you uh, yeah. at the Alico Building in which we're sitting. That's yeah. you know iconic, and of course the the the, the courthouse. Um, and McLean Stadium, you know, in part because of its visibility right there on the river and its right. its size. But that per- downtown performing arts center, looking out over the Brazos and you know, uh, and at branding on the Brazos, I mean, I, that's that's a great site. It's a, uh, uh, I think that it says to the outside world. Waco is important. You need to take notice. There's really great stuff going here, uh, and our our citizens are behind this. And I can tell you, it it really works. It, it really works um, for me. When I was in grad school at Baylor, uh, I went down to Colleen to direct a show. I'd been asked to do it. I'm like, Colleen, sure, whatever, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. fine. I pull into the parking lot of their their facility, and this is 1999. I'm dating myself here, but I pull into that facility, and I went, Oh my goodness, 
uh, these people take their theater seriously. Yeah. This is a beautiful building. Um, it was 10 years old at the time, mm -hmm. uh, and it, it looked at the same as it did the day uh, it opened. They'd really done a great job of taking care of it. And that said to me and to the people that came down from Baylor, who I was classmates with, to do that same show, hey, this is this is a cool place. Yeah. You know, uh, I like going to Colleen to do theater. Mm -hmm. And I think that will be true of people who come uh, and see our facility. They'll say, hey, Waco is a happening cultural place. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm excited about what it means, not just, hey, we get to be in the building, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. But that's... That's uh, a real uh, added benefit because it's being built so that lots of different uh, groups and people and uh, uh, activities can happen there. What an exciting time to be involved in the arts. Oh, I know. Really, yeah, it really is. It. Yeah, yeah. we've gone to uh, <laughs> downtown is brain dead to this is really <laughs> cool. <laughs> Sam Jack McGlasson. <laughs> Bless his heart. Rest, God rest it. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, a lot of people say, oh, he's right. But, man, things are... Things have really changed. As I sit here and look out at McLean Stadium and, you know, looking at all the places that you're mentioning, yeah. uh, sprinkled all around. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's an exciting time to be involved in the arts, whether it's, you know, symphonic music or, you know. And, of course, I, I've noticed it seems like more and more uh, Baylor performers are getting yes. involved with your shows. And uh, I, a couple of reasons for that. One is they've uh, changed their policy a little bit to allow their students to experience more of uh, Waco cultural life. Um, uh, another is is that uh, we have a number of Baylor uh, theater professors who work in our building from time to time. Mm -hmm. They direct or they choreograph uh, or they're consultants for us uh, for stage combat or uh, various other aspects of theater. Um, and uh, that helps uh, the students who are there to have an uh, have an in, because you know, with a population turning over, you might have a, a student who does finds time once in their four years to really they've got a semester or a few months off to do a show, but that's one out of the 140 theater majors, yeah. and and they graduate, but the faculty allows us a more of a permanent relationship, you know, with the theater department, and so I'm I'm grateful for their. Uh, continued participation and when you saw Oklahoma you saw six or eight uh, cast members uh, and you know I sound like an old person but young people bring such life to <laughs> the theater you know it's it's yeah. they, they bring such enthusiasm and and uh, they bring energy and yeah. excitement and fun uh, and so I we knew that every single rehearsal and every single performance there was going to be this great energy uh, and excitement that that young people have. And of course we also had you know probably ten people who had never done a show with us before but were attracted. That's great. Yes, See, I'm glad to hear that. Yes, yes, uh, they were attracted by the show. They always uh -huh, wanted sure. to do Oklahoma. Always wanted to do Oklahoma. We had this precious woman. Uh, she's I think 77 something like that. She moved here because of Magnolia. Uh, she and her oh husband yeah. had yeah. had had not done theater since high school. So we're going back a few decades. That's right. right. But she remembered. <laughs> she remembered. And so uh, she auditioned for the show, and she came in a cowboy hat and a neckerchief <laughs> and a denim skirt. She said, oh, now I feel kind of nerdy. I overdressed for the audition because everybody else is in, like, jeans and T-shirts, yeah, right. right? And I said, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. This is perfect. This is perfect. And so <laughs> she was delightful, and she had to get permission from her church choir director to miss a few Wednesday rehearsals, <laughs> you know. Uh and uh, so she was a new person to us, too. Oh, that's great. So we had 19-year-olds and we had 77-year-olds involved in the show. So. And that's what community theater is all about. Oh, absolutely. And, and what makes it so much fun for the people involved uh -huh. as well as those coming to see the show. Well, yeah, I mean, when you see the show, that energy uh, escapes the stage into yeah. the audience, right? The, the, the people like each other, enjoy being around each other, that enthusiasm, that love of not just the art form, but uh, the people they're doing the show with, yeah. uh, it, it is communicated. You know, maybe non-verbally, but it's communicated, and the audience goes, wow. 
wow, this is this is a special experience, you know. Um, every production is a little bit different, but I, I think what we're doing there at the theater is we're creating a, something like a family atmosphere uh, wherein people feel comfortable and they want to be a part of whatever it is that's going on. Uh, one of the new people to us is uh, a, a recent uh, Baylor Law graduate who settled here with his wife and, and, and three children. And uh, he, he said, man, this is great. Uh, I haven't done a show in many years, but the atmosphere you've created here is so welcoming to outsiders. Mm -hmm. uh, he's actually done quite a bit of theater, and he said, I don't remember feeling this welcome whenever I moved to a new town. Because uh, some theaters can be kind of clicky, right? Or, you yeah. know, the town is, you're not from around here, are That's you? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think Waco no. and Waco Civic Theater are both really welcoming to people. Uh, and I, I love that about being here. Yeah, an important aspect of what you do. Yeah, so, um, and I, oh, you mentioned family atmosphere. It's very clear on Cabaret that it is 18 plus. <laughs> yes, that's I right. I thought I might mention that. Yes. Now, do you have uh, in it like a mini season left of ticket sales, or are you two people just buying per show, or how is that working on sales? <laughs> Uh, both. I mean, we okay. announce our season tickets in April uh, uh -huh. for the upcoming season, you know, that starts in, in June. Uh, and so uh, we also have a sort of a, a mini package that we put out in, okay. in December. Uh, but you, uh, tickets are always, of course, available over the counter. And we do a thing where as soon as we announce the season, the whole season's available. So if you want, you, the only show you want to see is Sound of Music, you can buy those tickets now okay. and get your seats for May if you like. Mm -hmm. uh, and there is a great deal of variety. Uh, one of the things you mentioned was that Cabaret is, is an 18-plus show. It absolutely is uh, for uh, people who have uh, who are able to vote, right? Okay. Uh, 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 Charlie Brown Christmas is the whole family, right? Yes, uh, sure. And I would say Oklahoma was kind of a family show but you know some of the material in it there were yeah it's some it's dark it's, aspects right yeah uh, judd yeah. is not a nice guy no he wasn't uh so it's not necessarily for kids there's yeah. no language in it but some of the right. thematic materials a little adult girl on the train is about uh, a domestic violence case and a woman uh who uh is in the throes of of alcoholism and depression oh tries to solve a murder case because she knows the victim. And so, I mean, it is, uh, I won't spoil the ending, but the case is solved, right? Uh, but that's not really kid material. There's, no. there's not that much language in it, but it also gives adults, you know, who want to go out to have an adult evening a chance to do so. Yeah, yeah, uh, so yeah. you can get dinner, a glass of wine, go to the theater, see something really interesting, and then go home and you can tell your kids, well, this one, this is a good show for you to sit out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and yeah, I'm sure you can always use volunteers. Absolutely. Uh, it's yeah. the lifeblood of the theater. Mm -hmm. uh, we need volunteers to paint and saw and hammer and nail How and fun, sew yeah. and uh, uh, sell popcorn, you know, and uh, guide people to their seats, yeah. um, you know, uh, vacuum the carpets. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so help, uh, you know, help <laughs> people. Things that need to be done. Help people to their seats. Stand yeah, there yeah. at the door and, and, you know, and make That's sure that uh, folks good. who are in walkers and chairs have, uh, you know, a helping hand there at the door. Mm -hmm. There's just so many things to do. If you're an electrician or a plumber, we got work for you, you know. <laughs> if you're a carpenter, we got things that you can do. Yeah. Uh, so uh, pretty much every aspect of life or every trade, there's a, there's a need for it at the theater. Yeah. Well, it is exciting to see what all has happened with Waco Civic Theater and Eric, your involvement with it. I mean, you have just been a driving force and just such a, a great leader for this effort. And um, all the best to you. And Thank it's you. Gonna be great. So, how can folks 
What is your website? How do they? WacoCivicTheater.org. Okay. Uh, or you can go to WacoCivicTheater.com. Either one works. Yeah. Uh, and you got Facebook? We've got Facebook. We've got Instagram. Yeah. Uh, uh, we don't really pay that much attention to Twitter, but we do have a Twitter feed, yeah. you know. Uh, uh, so and, you can be or reached. Or X, sorry. It's X yeah, now. It's yes. X now. Yeah. We can be reached. Uh, yeah. You can come by the theater. It's at 1517 Lake Air. We're right next to the county fair uh, and right next to Alliance Bank. Uh, and so uh, it's it's a good location, uh, I think, for uh, people to be able to find us, you know, right there off Bosque, uh, which is going to get a lot of traffic the next couple of weeks, it's I think. It's going to be a little busy, but that's okay. And mm-hmm. uh, and you're always busy there at yes, the are. Theater. And uh, so all I can say is break a leg. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. Right, we thanks aim to be busy. Thank you. All right. And thank you for being with us. Thank you. We'll see you again on Central Texas Events. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.